I grew up in central New Jersey. Back then, believe it or not, there was lots of farmland. I can still remember running errands with my mom, sitting in the back of our car, drifting into a meditative state as we drove past row after row of cornfields. Then I'd see the farmhouse, the barns, and the silos, those thick, walled, tall structures, each doing their job, standing alone, side by side. These days, when I travel back home, most of those central Jersey cornfields and farmhouses, barns, and silos have been replaced with subdivisions. Today, across the U.S., more silos are found inside companies than on the farm. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. When talking about silos today, it's more common that we're referring to the kind that show up at work rather than the ones that are used on farms. So why are silos at work a problem we should even care about? Let's start by considering the qualities and roles of silos on the farm. So imagine you're sitting in the passenger seat of a car driving through the country. You pass a farm and it's accompanying silos. Can you see it in your mind's eye? What do you notice? Impenetrable. These structures are strong, right? They're made of thick concrete blocks. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. Separate. So although silos stand near each other, they remain at a safe distance, right? Separate from one another. Protect and prevent. Silos are designed to protect what's inside. Their job is to prevent anything from coming in contact with their content. They make sure that corn and grain don't mingle. Huh. This sounds a lot like work. So think about how these farm silos have an uncanny alignment with our workplace silos. Impenetrable. Right? So we're told that professionals, especially leaders, are supposed to be strong and have thick skin. We see role models who don't bring their emotions to work, and at times it seems like their feelings and emotions are unreachable. Separate. Although we work near each other, particularly if you're recalling when we used to be in the same building, and on teams that require intimate interaction, we often end up focusing on our key tasks, our projects, our role. And that ends up leaving us feeling separate from our teammates and our colleagues. Protect and prevent. We often succumb to the illusion that our value is based on what we hold on to. In other words, 
in the name of self-preservation, we fail to freely give and receive ideas, information, and resources. We talk about cross-training and rarely make it a priority. Ultimately, we end up protecting our turf and preventing real, meaningful collaboration. So, when it comes to the human siloed experience, let's consider three points. First, silos aren't new or unique to the workplace. They've been around since the beginning of time. We can see the hazards of relationship silos in the book of Genesis, right? Between the brothers Cain, a farmer, and Abel, a shepherd. That did not end well. It's also common to hear about people who are married and living in silos, right? We call that cohabitating or living parallel lives. The point is, silos are and have been common, right? They occur more than we like to imagine, and it comes with a cost. Second, let's consider why are silos so common? So unlike the farm silos that are built from solid, thick material, human silos are erected from nothing. They're one of those rare phenomena when something is created from no thing. And what I mean is this, is that to build a silo, simply go to work, focus on your task, keep your head down, mind your own business, and produce. Over time, when you finally look up or stop to take a breath, you'll find yourself isolated within your cinder block fortress. Third, the only way to dismantle or prevent silos is to do something, right? The natural question is, do what? Well, if workplace silos like farm silos are impenetrable, then we need to be approachable. We've got to take our armor off, have the courage to be vulnerable and approachable. In ancient Rome, artisans were popular. Right? They would create sculptures for people's, um, people's homes and gardens. Now, these sculptures would quarry stone that had natural flaws. Right, No matter how good the quarry was, the stone had natural imperfections. And the artisans would end up coloring wax And on their final product, they'd fill in any um, original or man-made flaws. So what you bought seemed to be a perfect piece of art. Now, over time, particularly with the elements, that wax would eventually wear off. And what would appear would be the flaws or imperfections that were there all along. Some artisans... They hung a sign over their workshop and it said, Sine Sera. Sine Sera, which is the Latin version of sincere. And that means without wax. So these particular artists, when you bought one of their creations, it was 
naturally flawed, flawed from the original stone and from the imperfect tool of the artisan. It was the real thing, authentic. So to be approachable means we have to embrace our natural human flaws. We have to be wax-free. If silos cause separation, then we have got to be connected. That means build relationships. The foundation of relationships is rapport. And by the way, regardless of what industry you're in, whether you're in manufacturing or financial services um, or sales, your business is relationships. That means, again, building rapport, communicating, listening, finding commonalities between you and your teammates, building a community. And if silos are designed to protect and prevent, then we must collaborate. When we come together, we've got to be willing to offer our knowledge, our expertise, our resources for the greater good of others, right? We also have to be willing to ask for help when needed and be willing to cross-pollinate with teammates or other groups, other functional groups within the organization. This isn't about losing, it's about gaining. Ben Franklin said, if you give me a penny and I give you a penny, then we each still have one penny. But if you give me an idea and I give you an idea, we both now have two ideas. In other words, we've doubled our return based on our willingness to give. This is embracing the concept of abundance, not scarcity. We are not created to work alone. We are not created to exist in silos. They're costly from an individual and a collective standpoint. It's time to invest the attention and resources towards dismantling and preventing them. We need to be approachable. We need to connect. We need to collaborate. It's how our best work gets done. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives.